Yeah, it's like the ship is sinking, the the ship being the relationship. Yeah, totally. But also just like a boat, like the Titanic is sinking, <laughs> and you you got out, you got off the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in she, a lifeboat. You're you're, you're in a lifeboat. you are you're on flying. your way to safety. And then, wow, I just realized there's a Kate Winslet part of this analogy too, oh, because wow. she's, she's over there on a door somewhere, letting letting Jack drown. Oh, terrible. Wait, but, Jack Black? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Rom-Com Rewind Podcast. Hi, I'm Sarah. And I'm Devin. And like you, I love re-watching movies over and over again. And if you're here, you probably love romantic comedies. We do as well. So this is a show where we re-watch rom-coms, break them down a bit for you, maybe take a peek behind the curtain, dig beneath the surface, and decide, does it still hold up? Today we have... The, the holiday. holiday. And make sure you follow us on Spotify if that is where you're listening to us. That'll keep you updated on new episodes. Subscribe if it's on Apple Podcasts. Leave a review. We love reading those. And follow us on Instagram at Romcom Rewind. We have tons of fun conversations. So The Holiday was released in 2006 and is directed by Nancy Myers. She's like kind of rom-com royalty. She did uh, What Women Want. Mm-hmm. It's Complicated. Uh, Father of the Bride, Something's Gotta Give. She also did The Parent Trap. I know, I loved that movie. <laughs> oh my God. So The Holiday is basically, it, it's two plot lines kind of moving together simultaneously with a lot of parallels. So on one side, we have Iris Simpkins, played by Kate Winslet. Uh, she's a columnist for the Daily Telegraph in London. And over the past few years, she's been in this extremely toxic, I want to call it a pseudo-relationship, with her coworker Jasper, uh, played by Rufus Sowell. They used to date, and he's kind of just been leading her on for years, and low-key, he actually just got engaged. So Iris says, nope, this is horrible. I still love this guy, and he's treating me like garbage, so I gotta get out of here for the holidays. Our other story is Amanda Woods, played by Cameron Diaz. She owns a movie trailer production company. Turns out her boyfriend's been cheating on her, and she decides, I gotta get out of L.A. for the holidays. And she goes on this house exchange website. Iris and Amanda are in exactly the same place. Where do I want to go? By myself, depressed at Christmas. Just 6,000 miles apart. Home exchange. We switch houses, cars, everything. Bingo. I need you to answer this. Are there any men in your town? Perfect. We're on our way to New Jerusalem. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. As one door closes, that'll be interesting. Another one opens. Oh. Hi. Hello. I'm Miles. I'm Greg. Iris's brother. And Iris and Amanda agree, hey, we'll just swap houses for the holidays. Iris will go to this mansion in L.A. Amanda will go to this quaint, adorable cottage outside of London. And all will be well. Well, suffice to say, while they are both trying to escape drama with men on the holidays... They each end up meeting some premium love interests in Graham Simpkins, Jude Law, that's for Amanda, and Miles Dumont, Jack Black, for Iris. And that's kind of the, that's where our movie is moving. What are your thoughts on this? This movie is the cutest. (laughs) (laughs) I love watching it at Christmas. I mean, obviously it's a Christmas movie, Um, but it's the cutest movie and I love it so much. There's so much holiday charm. It has a great cast, great writing. Um, for me, it's by far my favorite Christmas movie. Um, so I'm happy we got to do this one first. Who is the main protagonist in this movie? The women. I know. You know what? I think it's like the four main characters kind of figuring out their shit. Mm, you're wrong. Oh, There's is only it? one main character. 
and it's Jude freaking law. Okay? Oh my god. I was like, what do you mean? I don't even want to consider this a romantic comedy because here's what this movie is. The first hour is a testimonial for why Jude Law won Sexiest Man Alive two years prior in 2004, and then the extra hour is a commercial for why he should have won <laughs> People's Sexiest Man Alive again for at third some point. Year, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But no, for real, like, this movie... Uh, I just teed up the story. I know you like the story, but like it I sounds do. to me like a cheesy Christmas romantic it, comedy. But aren't all Christmas movies cheesy? Like, hello, yeah, but, it's but, the it, it is the tr- it is the season for cheese. It's the it's the cheese. It is the cheese season. The fromage season. Yes. Yeah. Um, but then like you add somebody like Kate Winslet, who is so great. Phenomenal. They're all great actors and actresses. Hey, well, minus one, but like who she? So okay, Kate Winslet. Very graceful. Even when she's crying, and she cries a lot. <laughs> she does it like in a proper way that's like so British in a proper and adorable. British way? Yeah, yeah. In a, <laughs> a proper British if cry. You're British, you need to cry properly. Don't <laughs> yeah, no. No. Anyway, so she's like super <laughs> adorable, whilst crying. And she's also like really vulnerable in this movie in a very true way. Mm-hmm. And th- they all are. It's done very tastefully. So we have her, she's great. We have Jude Law. Th- this is Almost, World's sexiest man alive. This yeah. is going to mm-hmm. be a bit of a Jude Law podcast because that guy is like butter. Like he like is a hot knife going through butter. heavily swoon worthy oh. in this movie. Like I couldn't stop staring at him. <laughs> like yeah, and then Cameron Diaz really strong in this, and I think because mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. had the two Charlie's Angels movies, and then Shrek all happened like immediately before this. I felt like this was kind of uh, I'm approved to everyone that I can be a serious complex adult in a movie yeah and I she was she, really good in it yeah she pulled it off really really well and then there's jack black mm, who's I like not jack black he's not bad he's just not amazing like those three maybe we should do a poll on our socials first of all is adam devine the new jack black because they're not super handsome hmm. they're a tiny bit doughy i feel like they're there's a all... tiny bit doughy oh <laughs> my god as a fellow doughy human <laughs> i can say that like ah, adam devine you know he's he's not chubby but he's... i can't like i've never heard somebody be called doughy doughy yeah, yeah that's new for me adam devine is doughy you know what I, jack black I, extra dough. i think i agree with you that adam devine could be the new jack black however i like jack black do you like adam devine yeah i love him okay yeah like they always have a musical element as well don't Ooh, they good catch and their yeah. their jokes tend to fall in the same ways but like in this movie jack black is fine some I movies like him you know what I'll give you this. In some movies, I despise him. In this movie, he's What fine. movie do you despise him in? School of Rock, he was the oh, bee's knees. Oh, my God. Oh my okay. God I love Rock. that movie. Yeah, I it's not a rom-com, I, however. <laughs> I, I can't fight you on that. School of Rock is great. Phenomenal. If given more like serious type roles like this, or, like more like rom-com-y serious roles, yeah. I think it could have been good. Not like, like Shallow Hal doesn't count. Okay, Shallow Hal was not a good movie. <laughs> That's No? Okay, all right. Yeah. but Just I just wanted to clarify. Very different role in this, in this movie. Yes. And he did a good job at it. Well, he did a fine job. The dynamic with Kate Winslet, she was a very complex character of that duo, and he was kind of just like, she was. hey, like I'm going to be that cute, adorable you know, like I'm Adam gonna Devine. I'm going to be the Adam Devine here. Yeah. So at the beginning of the movie, uh, Amanda, so Cameron Diaz's character, has a breakup scene that I actually never forget. Like really? when I think of like a breakup, a massively ridiculous, funny breakup scene, I think of this because 
it's so good. She literally convinced him to tell her that he did in fact sleep with his oh, receptionist. Like, and dude, come dude on. you fell Just for it. Like, tell me, did you sleep with her? Just say it. What's the difference at this point, right? I mean, why torture me? Just, just put me out of my misery. What are we doing here? Come okay. On. Yes, okay, I slept with her. Are you happy? I've been sleeping with her. She's in love with me. She's young. He falls for it. And he, yeah. The gardener even says, don't do it, man. Don't, don't do, do it. it. And he still does it. Wait, so you you can admit that it was a bad idea for him to admit that? Absolutely. Okay, but like, good. But I'm just, you're watching it unfold and you're just like, I, I can't look away. Oh, like, yeah. this is the funniest thing. And then she goes and throws a punch. Yeah, it's like the ship is sinking. The, the ship being the relationship. Yeah, totally. But also just like a boat, like the Titanic is sinking. <laughs> And you you got out. You got off the boat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're and in she, a lifeboat. You're, you're, you're in a lifeboat. You are you're on fine. your way to safety. And then, wow, I just realized there's a Kate Winslet part of this analogy, too. Oh, because wow. she's, she's over there on a door somewhere letting, letting Jack drown. Oh, terrible. With Jack Black? No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, like, she's convincing you, like, why don't you just hop out of the lifeboat? And you're like, sure, yeah, I'll hop out yeah, of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, you got out of this. <laughs> yeah. The relationship's over. It's fine. You cheated on the with the receptionist, and you got away with it. Yeah, you like, got free. You were almost in your vehicle, and you turn, like, you know, you, you turn around and say, you know what? I did. Like... <laughs> Why? Why? You were almost out. And she doesn't really care because she, you know, realizes after in the middle of the movie that she really didn't like you or love you at all. Mm -hmm. Like, she manipulated you to tell you. And it's just like. I love the way she hooks him too. Like, listen, this is over. We get it. Like, you might as well just tell me. It'll just help me get over you. Just closure. Just, you know, it's okay. Another scene that I liked, and it was shortly after this, was that she's trying to cry you know, punches him in the face, walks away, blah, blah, blah. She's trying to work and she sits at her desk and she's like, okay, I'm going to try. It is so dramatic and she just can't shed a tear. Yeah. Like, do you feel that you're an emotional person and like can cry when like stuff is extremely emotional? Like for a guy that might be hard to, to admit. I'm going to get into like, I've got a whole section of my notes Specifically about crying. I'm going to dive into the art of crying. Okay. But like, yeah, I I can get emotional. I think uh, I was actually, when we watched this movie, I texted you because I'm like, who am I liking this movie? And you're like, I don't know. (laughs) I'm like Jude Law because he cries all the time and I cry all the time. And Sarah's like, oh, I didn't get that actually. Well. And I thought I was charming like Jude Law (laughs) and I no, I did get that wrong. part. I actually did Shut get that part. Up. No, Stop because at the very right end, now. at the very end, when it, when she has left, when she has left, and he's, um, and he's in the house, and she comes running back, and he's just like wiping the tears, and he's his wiping face. his tears. I was like, oh my god, that's Devin. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Yes. I feel like you're very much like Amanda in that you don't necessarily cry all the time. In like, in I, I mean, I don't want to cry. cry all the time. Like, I gift Sarah. Really nice stuff. Like like stuff. Okay, so I do that I do that Pinterest bullshit where you just like go through like gifts for your girl on gifts Pinterest. For your girl. And it's all the stuff that costs like twenty bucks, but it takes like two hours to make. And it's all really it's emotional. The thought that counts. Yeah, yeah. Like I did the um I did the picture frame of like where we met and where we first kissed. It was super cute. And like I, I printed off the Google Map thing and I made the hearts out of them and yeah. I give her all these gifts and she's never cried once. <laughs> I mean, you're the only woman on the face of the earth who breaks up with her boyfriend and doesn't even shed a tear? 
I mean, that's got to mean something, right? Actually, the ring was the only one that actually made you cry, I think. <laughs> so is that the price tag for getting Sarah? But cry? it's, okay, you set it up for failure because what? weeks leading up to it. Okay, so little thing about Devin. He can't hold in a surprise. Like, he no. ruins surprises. He ruins gifts. Like, I have to hide them in very strategic places around the house in order for him I successfully guess what my gifts are going to be. He does. It's, he has a gift. But anyway. Um, a gift for ruining gifts. Yes. Great. And you tee it up, though, weeks before. And you're like, you're what I'm going to give you, you're going to cry. Yeah. Well, Because I think you're going to cry. Yeah, but by doing that. A normal that, human would cry. But you set it up so high. Like, you're stand, you create the standards so high that when I <sighs> see right. it, I'm just like, oh, my God, this is, like, so thoughtful, so touching. Like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. But... You've set it up. You're thinking about it analytically in like a goddamn robot. Oh like, oh, my oh God. this is a touching gift. Thank you, roommate. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> so what? I need to pretend like I never get you any no, gift? No, but okay. And so for example, for example, the ring. I didn't know it was coming. Oh, okay. Right? That's true. So like I emotionally prepare myself. So for I'm the like, rest oh, of like your life, be... I'm going to pretend like I'm not getting you anything <laughs> for any great any occasion ever so anyway amanda and iris they both agree we got to get out of town they're they end up on this what i'm assuming is the original idea for airbnb they end up on a homeexchange.com did that actually exist it does exist still it still exists that was a quick fact but i'll throw one in there now i mean i shouldn't say it it's you can actually put up your house to exchange around the world right now we should do this we okay. could exchange with an iris and end up in that friggin' cottage wherever it the is. The most adorable cottage of life? Yes, I love this cottage. Okay, would you rather live in the quaint, cute cottage or the L.A. mansion for the rest of your life? For the rest of my life? Yeah, the rest of your life. Ooh, that's tough. Because for the, for the holiday, mm-hmm. I would take the L.A. mansion 100%, hands down. Oh, don't even don't even talk to me about it. Just because we live in an area where everybody has a cottage. I was literally in a sauna last night. So like that cottage life, I don't really need more of that. I'd rather go on an excursion to L.A. than an excursion to another cottage. But for the rest of my life. Yeah. Oh, man. No, I pick L.A. I get too bored in the cottage. Yeah. What? Okay, so I would pick the cottage, hands down. Of course you would. It's a little, it's a fairy tale cottage. Why wouldn't you pick it? You can read, she had a whole wall of books. How beautiful. Stop pretending this is about anything other than Jude Law might come to your door one night. That's what the cottage is I mean, I would never say no (laughs) at all, ever. Oh, you want to crash on a couch? There's a bed upstairs that's way comfier. (laughs) You're welcome to share. You know what I just thought of? And I don't know if I want to leave this in the podcast, but I'm going to throw it out there. They banged in his sister's house multiple times. Yeah. Did they bang in her bed? Yeah, 100%. That's weird. Just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah. Now that you put it that way, I mean, maybe they banged other places too, like the couch he sleeps on. Oh, yeah. they could. I'd like to think that that's where where that happened. Yeah. Couch bang is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Amanda's work... Yes. Follows her around in a really comical way. So she owns a movie trailer production company. Mm-hmm. And and I think this goes back to like she's she's the type of person who just can't turn off. About three times throughout the movie, she'll be having like a moment to herself. 
And the I, I'm gonna try to put like I'm gonna try to find this scene online, but if not, I'm just gonna do it right now. The movie trailer voice comes in I where it's like it. Amanda's a girl who can't find love. <laughs> it was just perfect. I loved how they fit that in because it was how she was feeling. Because she's not an emotional person, so this movie trailer was giving you an inside look at her emotions. <laughs> Right? Because she's a robot. Yeah. So it's like, here's what the robot's thinking, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I liked it. It was it was really good. It was good writing. I kind of feel like this is you. Um, so she gets there. She gets to the quaint little cottage. She checks out all the books in the cottage, belting out the killers at the top of her lungs. She is literally bored out of her skull. And I think she'd only been there for six hours. Yeah. Like, I, that's a problem. I agree with that. She is also, in those moments, straight millennial vibes oh my god <laughs> but so so like you said she goes through all the books and yeah, she's yeah. like okay great i've seen all <laughs> this stuff <laughs> moved into iris's cottage no idea what to do so she goes to the local grocery store oh and, yeah and what we see is her walking through the aisles drinking wine straight out of the bottle which i assume that's legal in the uk tossing every piece of chocolate she can find into her cart and when the cashier says something like oh you're having a little party tonight oh yeah she does say that that's really funny amanda's like oh yes i am <laughs> then she proceeds to like you say get wasted back at the cottage while blaring it was mr brightside by, it by was, the killers yes but no I, I completely agree like we did a spa day um back in last winter and for the first three hours i was like okay well, what are we doing next and you're like we're sitting here Devin. <laughs> I'm like, for how long? And you're like, uh, like honestly? However long we want. Like an hour. I'm like, whoa, we just sit here for like an hour? That's all we it do. It wasn't an hour, but yeah. No, you sit I'm somewhere sure for an hour? It, I'm sure it felt like an hour to you. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't an hour. You sit one place for like an hour, you get in some cold water. You sit in another hot place for an hour, and then you go in some more cold water. That's all a spa is. And like it, I did... I was able to turn off eventually, but much like Amanda, it took a good three hours to be like, so this is, we're just sitting around places. Okay, all right. I, I guess I can eventually get into that. Yeah, you were hilarious. <laughs> Let's talk about the meat cutes in this movie. They are too flipping cute. Um, there's three of them. Okay, why don't you go through them and we'll rank them. Okay. So Iris and Miles, they have a very adorable meet cute. Um, so My Miles goes over to Amanda's house to pick up some of Amanda's ex-boyfriend's things. Uh, she obviously isn't there and runs into Iris. Uh, they meet in the middle of a Santa Ana windstorm. And Iris gets something in, caught in her eye. And being a gentleman that he is, uh, Miles goes up and he adorably brushes it out of her eye and explains that Santa Ana wind phenomenon and how ev anything can happen during this type of storm. And as he leaves, he says to her, don't blow away. Total swoon. Uh, like a three quarters swoon. We'll okay. Say. Out of get, what? Out of what? Are we doing this out of five? Let's do this out of five. Get to the good ones. Okay? All right. Okay, so I don't even know what three is. So like. Amanda and Graham's meet cute is a bit more um, we go. activity oriented. Yeah, it is. Uh, so he shows up to Iris's cottage drunk, wanting to crash on the couch. Obviously, again, she isn't there and in her place is Amanda. Uh, so the two talk on the couch. And since Amanda decides that she's already leaving the next day because after six hours, she's literally done everything in the cottage. Um, they end up sleeping together. She asks him if he, they want to if he wants to hook up with her and he's all for it and it's a bit more forward but it's still pretty cute you, you're playing this all wrong sarah okay there are so many like quintessential 
rom-com swoon lines in this like, okay like says, dive I, into it she's like i bet you regret knocking on this door <laughs> and jude law looks at her with those blue eyes and that british accent and he says actually i don't regret it at all oh my god and you've dove so... into this way more than i thought are you kidding <laughs> okay He's go 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 keep here. going keep going keep no that's going. the only one i can oh, vividly okay, remember okay. yeah but yeah you can vividly remember i mean okay this movie has jude law like i i just like i just want to take him home with me i feel like i always and put knew, him in my bed yeah i always knew he was attractive yeah but, this but in is this like... movie i i've always forget it i see him and i'm like oh my god there was a scientist somewhere being like how attractive can we make him like what what kind of spices we got to put into this and just there's some chemist somewhere who like kind of like the powerpuff girls you just put a bunch of shit into a pot and boom jude law <laughs> is like premium sex appeal in this yeah movie. absolutely it's, it's almost a hundred percent yes anyways what could possibly be the third okay so we can't forget about the meet cute with arthur and iris oh that doesn't count it does count he's actually the one who brings it up so this <laughs> oh, that's true yes that's true. so this side plot which is really you know part of the highlight of this movie it is so fantastic um so in the movie, he's a writer. Um, he actually talks about how Iris and him just had a meet cute. So, of course, she doesn't know what it is, like what a meet cute is. And so he explains it to her. Like, imagine having like an 89 year old, 90 year old explaining to you what a meet cute is. She saves him from wandering the streets and not knowing where he is going um, or how to get home. So it's. I may have had some happy tears because um, it was just too adorable. Wait, wait, the meat cute? <laughs> yes. Hold on. It was Are so you serious? Yeah, I just, you know, he didn't know where he was going and she saved him. And then like the meat cute. And you're just like, oh, my God, he is literally explaining what a meat cute is oh to her. This is the cutest thing ever. We're going to circle back to this later because I, I was going to play a game where I predicted it at what moment Sarah cried. And I had a number of predictions and that, that wasn't was not in there. on the list. It was really is, sweet. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can I say, though, back to the, like, I think Jude Law and I have a lot of similar characteristics in this movie. He cries all the time. More than <laughs> any woman you've ever met, he says. Well, I think he cries in the movie th more than any other woman in the movie. <laughs> well, Kate Winslet gives him a run for his money, but he mm. says he cries over a good book. He cries over a great film. He cries over a birthday card. And I relate to all those things. Because we all have that one friend who, like, cries over stupid shit. Like, not the important stuff either, but just, like, the stuff that you shouldn't really get that emotional over. Like, I'll watch a YouTube video of uh, a performance of one of my favorite songs, and yeah, I'll cry. <laughs> Someone compliments me at work in a really nice way. I'll be like, hey, man, thank you so much. As soon as they close the door. Yeah, you do get tear. teary really yeah. easily. It's really cute. I just finished The Haunting of Bly Manor, which is a scary show. Yeah. I cried at the end of it. Oh, my God. It's scary. You shouldn't cry at the end of that. Yeah, no. You also said it was really sad, though. It is sad in an emotional way. But I don't know if it's emotional because I'm emotional or if it's actually emotional. <laughs> you're an emotional wreck. I like that crying was an element of this movie because we both, um, like, you're a robot when it comes to crying. And I'm... I'm, I'm like Jude Law. I'm a little bit more emotional. Iris and Arthur head out uh, for dinner one night, and Arthur says he doesn't understand why she's out with him instead of a significant other. Uh, so they end up chatting about all of her baggage, being in love with somebody, being in love with a man who doesn't love Jasper. her back, Jasper. Um, so Arthur sees, you know, right through to Iris's problems and says, In the movies, we have leading ladies, and we have the best friend. You, I, I can tell, are leading ladies. But for some reason, you're behaving like the best friend. You're so right. 
You're supposed to be the leading lady of your own life, for God's sake. And I think it's like, oh, it's even to this day, like, are you, are you the leading lady of your own life? Or are you the leading person in your own life? Yeah. I think that's really powerful. Because I think you should be. You shouldn't be the best friend. You should be the leading person in your own life. You should be in control, right? Of, of what you can be. Everyone's writing their own story, and yeah. if you're not the hero of your own novel, then you're probably doing things wrong. Right? Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Another part of the movie that I loved um, and thought was just absolutely like too adorable was when Amanda met Sophie and Olivia, so Graham's children. <sighs> and it was completely by accident, because she actually thought that that Sophie and Olivia were his other side ladies side pieces side pieces yeah we need to dive into that a little bit okay because so amanda goes over to his place she thinks oh my god he has a girl over because they're talking right inside on the steps and and i actually thought that as well and i paused it because i I was misremembering i'm like oh jude law he's an asshole in this i forgot because i did think that there was somebody back there his hair is a tiny bit frazzled the top button of his shirt is undone looking real good and you can hear some commotion yeah in the background Turns out it's just his daughters. So cute. Jude Law, Graham, in this movie, Mm -hmm. is a dad. Yes, yes, full time. We agreed, the meet cute, we're like, this is premium sex appeal. Now we find out that he's a daddy. And millennial culture has kind of taken the word daddy into a very, very... um, Into a very different place well so that's that's the thing because the two daughters come out and they're like daddy daddy (laughs) and immediately i made the connection of like oh like some people would call him a daddy but it's weird that his children (laughs) are saying daddy right now that's creepy i don't i don't like that correlation but okay question Mm -hmm. he was we agree he was sexy absolutely is he sexier with kids i think he's the same equally as sexy yeah now that he's a daddy now that he's a dad, yeah. Is it making you uncomfortable? That I'm saying, you kind of wince every time I say that. <laughs> I think a little more. Doesn't doesn't interactions? It definitely doesn't go down. It doesn't, no. That's for sure. Back to Amanda meeting them. They automatically decide the two little girls that they love Amanda around. Uh, they make Graham do Mister Napkin Head. No, no, please no, 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 do it. Company. Do it. No. Please do it. Do Thank it. you. Please. Oh, please. Okay, I'll do it quickly. Oh, thank you for that. You're welcome. Now do it. All right. They bring her into their tent, which is set up in their bedroom, which is like super cute. And it's an overload of sweetness. Um, and they let her into their own little world, which I thought was the most heartwarming thing. The Mr. Napkin head was surprisingly funny. It was like when Julie Roberts does the duck bill face in, um, <laughs> in Runaway Bride. Like, it's so stupid. Yeah. But it's just like, it's kind of cute. I find the connection stronger with Cameron Diaz and Jude Law's storyline versus the storyline with Kate Winslet and Jack Black. Yeah, because Jack Black's not that good in this movie. That's He's not fine. true. He's fine. I no. mean, I feel like you kind of proved my point. I, I don't think so. Like, I think Cameron Diaz and Jude Law sell it better. I think I, I think their story goes deeper. They had a little bit more electric chemistry. Like he opens Definitely. the door, he's drunk, she's been drinking, and there was you know sparks were flying. It, it takes off right away. Yes. Whereas Jack Black was in a relationship. It was a lot more slow, and I find they were far more distant. 
uh, to get together, right? Like it took a lot longer. Yeah, I feel like they both also probably didn't really realize that they liked each other. Whereas Jude Law opens the door, sees Cameron Diaz. It's like, damn. Right away. And it's very clear. (laughs) Looking at each other like, hmm. This guy. What's this guy doing here? I like this guy. Yeah, I want him. (laughs) Yeah, and like I think Kate Winslet had a better connection maybe with Arthur. Oh my God, are you serious? Not on a romantic level, but like just as a friendship level. Like really, I think Jack Black and Kate Winslet, like they only start to become closer towards the end of the movie. You're right though. Let's break this down because... Amanda goes to London to escape her manly woes back in L.A. <laughs> yeah. And she meets Graham. And Graham, there's a lot of character building. But, like, yeah, they, they bang. Sarah was doing thrusting motions in the background there. Yeah, they, they have sex. But they also kind of work through each other's problems and issues together. Yeah. Whereas yeah, that's true. Iris goes to L.A. And she doesn't work out those same issues with what's his what's his with name again? miles miles yeah <laughs> i i literally she, forgot his name she works them out with she arthur works them out with arthur yeah so the actual what should have been of this movie which neither of us have iris should end up with arthur it's like a 50 year age difference but you know whatever. <laughs> i was gonna they say uh, yeah i don't know <laughs> maybe end up but i think like the the relationship was um more valuable so at the end of the movie, when Amanda's leaving to go to the airport, uh, she doesn't really want to leave, but she decides to pack up and get her things, and and she gets in the car, and while they're driving away, she starts bawling her eyes out. First time she's cried since she was like 15, tells the car to turn around, he does. Instead, once they're already driving back, she gets out and starts running instead of just letting the car take her there in the middle of winter. Yeah. Can you go any faster? This little lane's always tricky. It's going to take a bit. It's okay, just stop. Like, the car would have been faster. It would have gotten you faster to the house. Why are you running in your heels? I'm going to agree with you on this one. That's oh that's some God. L.A. girl vibes there. Like, oh, I'm just going to get out and run. It's like, yo, it's fucking snowing out here. You don't want to run in this. That's not a fun time. Yeah, and like she she halts. Like, you'll see, like, she kind of halts at a bunch of, like, these gates. And she's like, oh, should I keep going? Oh, I should keep going. And, like, she, like, <laughs> runs through them. And I'm just like, what are you doing? The car would have been there by now. This movie managed God. to avoid a lot of the rom-com cliches. Totally. Like there wasn't a glamp up scene and there wasn't, the, there were a lot of yes. things that we missed. Yeah, you're right. But we did get the the running to go see him at the end of the yeah, movie. which almost in slow-mo. Yeah, and if it wasn't for Cameron Diaz as Amanda and Graham as Jude Law being so perfect, I would have really hated it. Yeah. But I was like, you go, girl. Like, it's Jude Law. You can't let that guy go. In the back of my mind, I'm like, why are you running in your heels? The car would have been there the by now. Warm. Oh, Come absolutely. On. Like, why are you running in the snow? You hated it the first time when you walked there. We on to quick facts? Quick facts. Let's do it. So do you remember the boob graze? Okay, sorry about that. Boob graze. <laughs> that was accidental. Oh, yeah, Jack Black. And that was like, like I said, Jack Black is fine in this movie, but that was some, that's like a Jack Black joke. I don't think anybody else wrote that I'm, sh- I'm sure he wrote that himself right so he didn't write it um but the line happened because jack black accidentally boob grazed 
director Nancy Myers. Oh, he did it. Yes, and then he quickly <laughs> apologized, like he does in the movie. Uh, so she thought it was so funny that she wrote it in the script the next day. Oh, go, go do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go do that now to Kate Winslet. <laughs> Nancy Myers wrote this part in the holiday specifically for Jack Black. So she wrote the part of Miles for Jack Black specifically um, because she loved him in School of Rock. Myers also knew she wanted Jude Law, Cameron Diaz, and Kate Winslet to be in the cast as well. Like she had specific characters that she, or specific actors and actresses that she wanted to play these characters. So he, she had a shopping list for, yeah. let's go after all these and amazing she got names them all. and everybody said yes. Yep. Wow. Jack Black said he was skeptical about doing a rom-com, um, but was told by Myers uh, that he'd get to be in a movie with Kate Winslet, so he said yes. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> I know. And that's relatable. And it's she super was... cute that like they got to play love interest. So after the filming was done, Kate Winslet did say, trust me, it was not difficult to fall in love with Jack Black at all. Oh, they're freaking adorable. Aren't they the cutest? cutest little peas. So the English village scenes are filmed in Godalming and Sheer in Surrey and the pub they're in um, and they filmed in is real and it's called the White Horse. Myers knows Lindsay Lohan uh, because she was the one who directed The Parent Trap which launched Lindsay Lohan's career. She convinced Lindsay to make a fake movie trailer uh, which was she was totally up for and once Lindsay Lohan was on board so was James Franco. Cool. During filming, Eli Wallach, who plays Iris's new friend in L.A., he turned 90 during the filming, and oh. the crew got him a cake. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. Guess what Jude Law's favorite part of the movie was? Mr. Napkin Face. Oh, close. Um, I guess that's kind of, yeah. Uh, so his favorite part of the film was when he got to work with the girls who played his daughters. Yeah. Sophie and Olivia. Yeah. Um, it was the girls' first film as well. Oh. Mm-hmm. When Iris uh, first gets to Amanda's house, she's looking at all of the DVDs and picks one to watch. The movie she picks is Punch Drunk Love, a movie about an American man who dates a British woman. Rufus Sewell uh, plays the man that Kate Winslet's character is in love with. They actually dated for three months in real life during the mid-90s. No. So another scene that was improvised uh, was the blockbuster video scene, as well as um, the crew removed all of Kate Winslet and Jack Black's films from the store so it wouldn't be distracting. They shouldn't have done that. That would have been so funny if they're walking by and he's like, have you seen this? And he holds up the Titanic or something like that. <laughs> yeah. So Dustin Hoffman was never supposed to be in the film or even have a cameo. Okay. Um, he happened to be having lunch near the set and saw all the cameras. So he stopped by. He ended up in the film because he knows Myers. Oh, that's so funny. Best scene. Best scenes. So you kind of touched on this a little bit. So Amanda owns a movie trailer production company. And when she's still in L.A., she hasn't decided she wants to go to London yet. She goes into work, and she has a few employees working on a movie trailer. Those employees are John Krasinski mm -hmm. and Katherine Hahn. Ooh. Amazing pair of actors yeah, absolutely. to slip into this scene. John Krasinski even has like a, a funny line, like a little quip. And immediately I'm like, that's my Jim Halpert right there. <laughs> Love that guy. I kind of wish they had been in the movie more. I mean, we've talked about Katherine Hahn so many times, how she's just... She's a great side character. Yeah. If you want her in your movie for like 15 minutes, she's fantastic. I kind of want her to do a little bit more. Yeah, she brings a lot to the table. But th then don't forget what you were talking about before. They're working on a movie trailer. And mm -hmm. then it jumps to the movie trailer and it's James frickin' Franco <laughs> and Lindsay flippin' Lohan. I just... I like when movies are a little bit meta or they just kind of make fun of themselves a little bit or there's just something in there that's so strange and interesting and catches you off guard. That caught me. I actually paused it. I'm like, oh my wow. God, they're in there. So yeah, I like that. Was that was your best scene. That was my best scene. Okay. So I have two. 
Okay. They're both very um, heartwarming and touching. So I already touched on one of them was when the oh, the they're all in it? the tent. Oh, okay, the tent, yeah. They kind of bring her into their little world, and they're talking about the Three Musketeers, which is what Amanda and her parents were when they were little. It's just like it's just the sweetest thing. I cried. The other one was um, the touching awards ceremony for Arthur. Oh my God, are you serious? That's one of your best scenes. Yeah, so it was so cute to see him. So happy that so many people came to see him accept the award for. His accomplishments you? he thought no one would come it was just so cute you're really on the arthur train i really like he was part of my he was like one of my favorite <laughs> characters in the movie he is my honorable mention is he actually your honorable yes. mention? get out he was by far my favorite character in the movie next to jude law's absolute hotness he stole the show is Next that, to Jude Law. Is that your honorable mention? Yes. Okay, we're, we're done that. What like, <laughs> wow, I'm so caught off guard with all these different, there's so many good moments in this movie and so many good actors and actresses that you're like, I like the old guy. <laughs> He's bringing a lot to the oh table. Oh my God. <laughs> there were, and it was actually really hard to pick a best scene. Like I could go on forever about how many best scenes I have. Like there's, the whole movie is fantastic. Oh, it, this is top to bottom. Not a whole lot wrong with this movie. Absolutely. Even Jack Black's fine. He's not oh a bad Oh my God, Jack movie, Black is good in the movie. Uh, my honorable mention is all of the crying that happens in this movie. We <laughs> see crying. We talk about crying. You have cried yourself. And like I touched on before, Sarah and I actually watched this separately. And she revealed that she cried twice during this movie. And I wanted to play a game. And the game was, when did Sarah cry in this movie? But you already gave away the moments you cried. So I'm can sorry. I tell you when I thought you were going to cry? Yeah. When Miles was writing that song for Arthur. <laughs> okay, this is it for real. Okay. Here we go. Yep. Little Arthur in the Nights. Right? It's cheeky. It sounds like him. Oh, that was really cute. And then he reveals <gasps> Doodly to do. Iris... I also wrote one that sounds like you. You did? Iris, if you were a melody. I used only the good notes. Did you cry there? No. <sighs> Number two. It was really cute though. Number I was like, two. that is that is a fan fave for me for a scene though. Okay. Like I had, I think, like I had lots of best scenes. Number two, you cried when Graham and Amanda they made love for maybe the last time. We don't know. And Graham says, "I have another scenario for you." Good. I'm in love with you. I apologize for the blunt delivery. But as problematical as this fact may be, I am in love with you. Did you cry there? Maybe. What do you mean, maybe? That's a premium cry moment. I almost got misty. And I never thought I'd feel this way again, so that's pretty phenomenal. And I realize I come... Yeah. She didn't say I love you back, and he was so sad. I know. Yeah, okay, yeah, I think that was a crying moment. Okay, number three, you cried when Amanda and Graham say goodbye, and she's driving away in that yes, cab. Yes, yes. Okay. When else did you cry, though? You said you, you got teary over Arthur a lot. I got in the tent, the tent for oh, sure. Oh, the tent moment. Yeah, yeah that was kids. just Wait, so really? sweet. Yes. You and I cry at different moments. I guess so. Like... <laughs> I cry. I cried at, this, at the awards ceremony. When he walked in, oh I was like, God. oh, my God, they're all here for him. 
so you're a you're a families and old people crier, <laughs> and I'm a <laughs> I'm a significant emotional relationship strife crier. No, I think I did. I definitely cried when she was leaving Jude. Like when, when she, she was leaving Graham. You, was, yes, yes, yeah, yes, that yes. Really got me. Yeah, yeah, that got me too. In the feels. What should have been? My what should have been, okay, so is that I wish we could find out what happens after the holiday season. Like, what happens? Does Amanda go back to LA? Does she move her business to Surrey? Do Iris and Miles stay together? Do Amanda and Graham stay together? Like, I have so many questions. Yeah, you do. My what should have been is like, I should be able to see what happens with their relationships and if they stay together or not. I feel like it's a movie that's set up where you get to decide as the viewer how this plays out. Yeah, and they're together forever. And they're together forever, exactly. (laughs) My what should have been, it's pretty obvious, I think. Jude Law. Jude Law should have won another <laughs> People's Sexiest Man Alive over this role alone. In oh, fact, yeah. they should give him one this year just to be like, hey, sorry we forgot about this, Yeah, dude. in 2006, I'm so sorry we're so late, yeah. but you got the world's sexiest man. Yeah, you yeah. should have gotten it again. Yeah, every single year up to now. As well, yeah. I was trying to think of something for Jasper, Rufus Sewell, because um, he does end up with somebody, I guess. We don't really... Like, we see her, but we don't really meet her. Rufus plays the the basic British bad guy. If you ask me, who's a mean British guy? I'm like, well, it's that Jasper guy from the holiday, you know? So, I don't know. Maybe my what should have been for Rufus is that he just gets roles where he's a nicer guy sometimes. Yeah, and not the villain, right? I find, like, people <laughs> are kind of pigeonholed time. into, like, some actors are just always the villain. Because this would have come out similar to around when A Knight's Tale came out. Yeah. And he's just a dick in all these movies. Yeah. Also, shout out to um, uh, to Jack Black's original girlfriend, because she was the love interest in A Knight's Tale. Really? So really Rufus, yeah. Oh, my gosh, that's Remember funny. Remember, Heath Ledger is, like, obsessed with her. Oh, yeah, I loved that movie. Interesting. That's a quick fact for you. Okay, now we got thirst factors. Give me Jude Law right off the top. What do you got? Ten. Oh, a ten? Hundred percent. Hold on. Who he's else? up there. He's up there for me with Ryan Gosling. So now yep. on the the Mount Rushmore of Sarah's yeah. rom com <laughs> men. Yes. There are two faces so mm-hmm. far. We can chisel in yeah. a Jude Law alongside Ryan Gosling. Yes. Jude Law in this movie for sure. Okay, yeah. Hands down. Though I think those are the only two tens you've ever given out. I think so. I'm not going to disagree with you over that. Okay. What do you got for what? Jack Black. Uh, eight point four. Whoa, he's too funny. High, he's funny. Too high, Sarah. I like him. No, I'd give him like a seven, maybe maybe a little bit uh, seven point two. All right. Cameron Diaz. She's emotionally robotic. She kind of bothers me a little bit, so I'm going to drop her down to like a seven point eight. Okay, I've heard an eight. Okay, we're pretty close. Mm-hmm. Kate Winslet. Eight point three. Yeah. 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 I'd give her an 8.5. She's She's got some baggage as she's come. Like, the character mm. in the movie, right? Like, that's kind of what I'm basing them off of, the characters in the movie. And, like, yeah, it's not, like, an 8.5. It's not an 8. It's, like, an 8.3. She's a lovely person. She is. I feel like Kate Winslet in real life, I just want to be your friend. <laughs> we should be friends, Kate. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> And rewatchability. So in the holiday movie world, a 10 out of 10. Again, oh, okay. this is Agreed. this is my fa- one of my favorite holiday Christmas movies, hands down. Oops. I think this is my favorite holiday Christmas movie. The only other one that would come close is Love Actually. And rest assured, we are going to do that before Christmas. December 15th, that's going to come out. It is. Cool. And then in the normal rom-com world, an 8.8. I would completely agree. 10 out of 10 in terms of just a hallmark 
Oh, I said Hallmark. <laughs> it's because I'm so used to bitching and complaining about Hallmark Christmas romantic comedies. When that is the baseline for what most Christmas rom-coms are, <laughs> yes, the holiday is like an 11 out of 10. Yes. In terms of everyday rom-com, I'll give it a 9. Like, it's, it's oh, really, okay. really good. And it's not just good, but there's no bad part of this movie. I'm happy we did this one to kick off the, the, the Christmas holiday season. Christmas season. Yeah. So this has been the Rom-Com Rewind of the holiday. If you are listening to us on Spotify, make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you're updated as we uh, keep on releasing more episodes. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at Rom-Com Rewind. We have so many fun discussions on there. And yeah. Thanks for listening.